Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, everybody. Hey. How are you? Welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, evening, afternoon, or whenever the fuck you decide to listen to it, Billy DeVore, and sitting across from me, as always, is... Hey, what's going on, Nasty Boys and Girls? It's Lee Kimbrell. Hey. Hi, everybody. Uh, Mike Berlon of Craft Brood Sports texted me, and he was like, hey, for the same liqueur thing, you didn't say fuck. I, it threw me off. I laughed so hard. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta clean up a little bit. Whenever the fuck... <laughs> whenever you want... To, yeah, you had to clean it up a little bit. Samuel, we you. showed some respect. Yeah, The fucks came out. You heard it. Oh, you, you heard it. it. You felt it. It was good. But yeah, uh, how Here are we are. We? Yeah, just we sitting in the Devoraporium once yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, you know it's Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I've ever like commented on it, but you, it, you can totally tell a Reds fan lives here. I mean, I mean, it's like red. I mean, aside from the 1,000 bobblehead dolls and actual <laughs> reds memorabilia. Yeah. I mean, everything in here is red. Yeah, it's kind of why I like it a lot. Yeah. I mean, did it come like this? Yeah, it came like this. Oh, how, how easy of a sell was that for you? I was like, oh, wait, no laundry? That's fine. Um, I'll take, it's all red. This yeah. is, I'm in. You mean everything that has paint on it is red paint? Cool. No, it, it does. It looks really nice. Thanks, This man. place is sick. It's awesome. And then somehow, when you guys got married and got more stuff, yeah, your house became more clean. Yeah, like you had a real Marie Kondo. We actually followed her steps. Yeah, you did it. Like so, I mean, nothing in this house at one point sparked joy. No, except except for, <laughs> except for that cabinet of bobbleheads. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's good. I mean, it looks so we good in here. Hung some shit up. Uh, oh, I got a really cool print from the the one and only James Billiter. Oh, James Billiter, the one and only. The truly, one and only. what do you got here, Bill? This is pretty sweet. Check out check out his website, jamesbillitterstudios.com or designs.com. Oh, man, that's sick. He, he did a uh, Tobacco Leaf Cincinnati Baseball Club. It's like an old tobacco card inspired for the 150th season. It's badass. This man's got a full-blown handlebar, mustache, beard combination. Yeah, the whole... Oh, yeah, Billy, are you putting it up there? I'll put it on Instagram. I'll tag, I'll tag Jamie, boy. Throw it up. That's very cool. Yeah. There we go. You're still listening. This is fun. Yeah, content on content. Got it. On content. Content. Gotta have it. Oh, sweet, Bill. Speaking of content, <laughs> or were you content with your week this last week? Were you content? Are you feeling <laughs> content? So much contentment, not contention. Not contention. But contentment. But you are content. Very. With how drunk you got? Or with what? <laughs> Man, so I went to the games Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Okay, saw a win. I saw one. Yeah. That was nice. Got to see him take the rubber match. You saw the Instagram story. Yeah, that was pretty rad. Where the, the, then the rookie puked in the toilet. 
What are you going to do? covered it. Just covered it. Hit everything but the water. Every. <laughs> it looks like that person threw up around the rim of the toilet. Lee, it's hideous. That was after the bathroom attendant cleaned it. Oh, what? Yeah, he went in there with sand and threw it down and like a mop and wiped it up and just said, fuck it, I'm not going to lift up the seat. Yeah, man, this job isn't good enough for me to no. really get in there. I'm, you know, I'm a cleaner by trade. I have a hard time with vomit. Yeah. I, I, I was up at work today at Go Bananas and Rudy the dog. Oh, no. Just walked up to me and just threw up at my feet. Oh. And then ate it. Well, okay. And I almost threw up on top of that dog. And I bet Rudy would have ate it. And he would have eaten it. <laughs> and then I would have just kept throwing up until I died. <laughs> that, that, that Instagram story of that fucking vomit covered porcelain throne did yeah. mess me up but that, yeah. i mean what an experience yeah it was fun it was anytime so you're down that close to the field it's incredible it's hard to beat man and to watch Luis <coughs> pitch that close yeah was incredible you can I mean, see they, how dialed in he is yeah it's so well good. he was that game yeah yeah he got a little touched up the last time he went out yeah, yesterday was rough. Yeah. But it was nice. It was literally his only rough start of the season thus far, isn't it? Yeah. The only one well, up till this point. Right. The one that he, this the clearly the shortest. Yeah. Yeah. He I'm, got touched up, a lot of hits. Well, you're going against a great offense yeah. that's the Dodgers. But the thing was, they didn't have Braun or Yelich in the lineup. So you should have won that game. But yep. we'll get to that later. But yeah. So yeah, we were that close, and it was nice to see that. And then Friday. Uh, Adam Bass mm-hmm. hooked us up with some tickies, and uh, we got to uh, we got a we got an we got an attendant now. We got an usher. Oh boy! Who, you know, you spot him. He gets on his phone. He goes, "These seats are empty," and looks down and then sits you there and then just shoots the shit. He's a professor at a college, teaches social media. And no way. Huge baseball fan. And he's like, I'm just here to watch the games. I love the game. And that's why I do this for some people. Get some social media content. Yeah. And we've got, he's like, and we were, you know, third baseline, 15 rows back for free. Well, then you tip him Fuck a little yeah, bit. Fuck yeah, Bass Man. It was tight. He's like, we're, we're sitting there watching the fireworks. And he goes, just to let you know, this guy's going to remember you forever. And I was like, yeah. And so we went back with him on Sunday. And he remembered. Sure enough. He was like, hey, Billy, how are you? And I was like, Knew your name? Yeah, I'm hooked in. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. The name is a different ball game. I can yeah. remember a face. I can remember your fucking backstory, your what's going on with your mom, your dad. I'm not a killer name guy. Yeah? Well, I mean, I get it. I'm we, well, not as good as I am with faces or like yeah. acts or jokes or whatever you said. Well, I mean, like we meet so many people. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, they have this bit. You're totally right. That's what I'm saying. So what a savant, that usher. Think about how many people he meets. Right. A professor on top of working at the stadium. Yeah. And he told, he's like, I told him about the pod and everything. He's like, oh, that sounds right up my alley. And then we've, there's a guy well, that Maybe comes, you're listening. How's it going, hey, fucking autistic, guy. autistic usher who remembers <laughs> everyone's name? <laughs> and then uh, uh, the guy, I forget his name, that I see. I forget the guy who's we sat next to for Friday and Sunday. Who has season tickets but knows the guy and he gets to sit down with us, keeps score the whole game. I lean in and we talk stats and then whenever I need fun. anything, it's fucking perfect. It's fun when you sit next to an old dude who's keeping the book. Dude, he's like locked in. Maybe forty four. Yeah. Forty five. He's it's tight. I'm like, oh, we have like a good crew. 
It's a good solid row here, Bassman. It was awesome. It was a huge win. Adam Bass, I ran into him at Motor like I do every time I'm at Motor. <laughs> yeah, that's where he lives. Yeah, and we were, uh, we were just getting hyped. Is he he's doing the White Sox with us? Yes, sir. Fuck yeah, that's exciting. So I'm pumped for that. Can't wait to reel that bass in. You know what I'm fucking Ooh. talking about, baby? We don't even need to use bait. No, oh, he's already coming. Yeah, he is. He's floating towards the top. We're the bait. The red legs are the bait. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so watched a lot of baseball. But then got super drunk. Yeah, you came in, and I had a, a tall boy for you, and uh, you, you know, politely declined. <laughs> I yeah. was like, God, oh, no, sorry. Yeah, you had one of those two-day hangovers, huh? Yeah, it was brutal. I mean, it's, you know, it's, we're going into Friday right I now, got my and sh- you're just now getting better from the weekend. Right. I had my shit together. Like, I got my shit done. I needed to. But it was brutal. Mm. Um, just so foggy. Like, well, here's here's where the tipping point happened. Well, Friday night, we stayed up late. And then my buddy knocked on my door, who just came back into town uh, from dad graduating from Duke, knocks on the door. And so, all right, pop a top. We start drinking, go down to the ball game, drink. And then we go to Blind Pig. And, well, I forget her. Kate, who used to work at Taft's. Yeah. She now is a rep for Jim Beam. Oh. That's great for her. Bad. For me. Yes. Because she gives a shot after shot after of shot. Beam. Beam. Bullet. Bourbon. Burbs. Crown Royal. Jesus and Christ. I'm, and I'm like, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, Whoa, God. it hit you. And You're it hit fucked. me. And then I realized I'm at Rosedale. And I'm like, how the fuck did we get here? I bought <sighs> I bought Jack's girlfriend a light bright on Amazon. That's how drunk Ooh. I was. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I've never had a light bright. And I went, what's your address? And then she told me, and I just went, I, bought, I just bought you one. That was it. Just so quick. Just every bourbon available you drank. A bourbon night. God damn, Bill. I sweat it out, too. Like, bourbon, I've one time slept. Bourbon gets you hot, man. I've sweat through two pillows. Yeah, bourbon gets you hot. Why? Why do you do this to us, bourbon? I don't know. Yeah, why do you got to be so tasty with those side effects? Mm, it's, the, it's a crippling, crippling We're sitting here having this conversation right now, and I'm over there looking at the bottle of Woodford. I know, and I haven't touched it. I know, look at it. I know. That's wild. Well, I'm, so glad, that, you're, I'm glad you're feeling better now. They're better. You know. And you saw, like you said, you saw a win. You saw three semi-competitive games. You know, I got to see, you know, I got to see him take down the take down the Cubs. That's always great. Yeah. And then to win one against Especially the, at a stadium full of Cubs fans. Oh. 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 The oh. big thing. I was on the Facebook watch for the, I was in the MLB Highlights. Because I oh was, yeah 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 I saw that because Kyle Schwarber was arguing a call which was totally on the corner of the plate and he was yelling at the ump he was arguing with the ump and I yelled sit down you hillbilly <laughs> heard me made eye contact took off his batting gloves and took off his helmet while maintaining eye contact with me ooh that gets you hard. Real hard. A little bit hard. Real stiff. Middletown's own Schwarber stared mm-hmm. you down after a strikeout after you shit talk him? Yep. Got in his head, baby. Dude, that was... That's Get out of here, that's, Schwarber. That's number one. And number two was last year when I was in the Diamond Club when we were playing the Cubs. Uh, I shit talked everybody, but I got Rizzo so good because I wasn't like... Because I was hitting on him. Yeah. You know, that's always the yeah. move to throw him off. Yeah, just like... In, yeah, a bunch of com- compliments on his physical appearance. Like, Oof, man, Rizzo, those shoulders. I'd love to sit on them and suck your dick. <laughs> and he was mid-swing, and then he stopped and, like, put his head down, 
puzzled, and then stared and looked back at me, shook his head, and then went back into it. Love it. And then went up and struck out. At a boy. You I, got in his head. You sucked his dick so good in his imagination. Ooh. He was just loving it too mm. much to even have it. Ah, oh, a boy. I sucked the lake out of that wood. Yes, you did. Mm. Lakewood. That's where he went to high school. Yeah, that's or a very deep Parkland? cut. Parkland? It's Parkland. Parkland, the shooter guy. Yeah. The shoot 'em up. The shoot 'em up. The, the bang bang. Red Dead Redemption High School Edition. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, the Reds just need to have me in the Diamond Club for every Cub series. For sure. Why not? Just get you just nice and liquored up mm. off a of bourbon, feed you a bunch of fucking meats. <laughs> just let Billy go. Let me go. Let me have it. Just, yeah, give him a full day in a nice air-conditioned room. Yep. Uh, reading up all the stats and personal stories. Just yep. doing research for the pod, if anything. If it is Sit him thing? right behind home plate. You're the new Marlins guy. <laughs> With, yeah. with, with, a, with a nice, hey. with a nice curve on it. Yeah, that would, that's a beautiful thing. And yeah, and then uh, Tuesday did Toxic Brewing in Dayton. That was awesome. It's a fun show. Oh, Dan Seabree's a great guy. Go do that. Dayton's a cool town, man. That little strip is so bizarre. Oregon is sick. It's freaky as fuck. Because it's just like OTR popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, they've got that uh, that like marquee at that sex shop that always yeah. says something weird. It's just yeah. like you know, ditch your. Ditch your wife, buy some lube. Or just something weird. <laughs> it's like, Easter, yeah. you know what rabbits do. Get a get a pagan machine. Everyone, fuck each other. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. I fuck with Staten Heavy. Me too. Um uh, And then uh, advance in the contest on Wednesday. Oh yeah, ripped it up uh, last night that was at the fun. Go Bananas. Yeah, so fun, fun. Bro. So it was a great week after I shook the, the hangover. Yeah. So I'm I'm not drinking until after till I'm done recording. As soon as that stops, someone is handing me a Natter Day, and I'm going to town. I think I'm going to bring you a Natter Day about halfway through your set. That'd be great. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, a big, tall and Natter Day. A big, tall, cold Natter Day, and you break that sobriety right there on stage, and you fucking close with a nice, warm buzz of love <laughs> and alcohol. Oh, that sounds beautiful. Yeah, no, I can't wait. That's going to be so fun. Dude, have you had a Natter Day yet? I have not. Dude. Well, the, the fucking thing is, is they sell them in zero ounces or 25 ounces. Like, they're gigantic cans. Worth it. Delicious. You, you, you won't like even them. notice it. It's like you're chugging they, they down. Don't get, they don't get bad as they go down. Like nope. you Because they're so delicious. They go down notice. quick. Because it tastes like you're drinking Juicy Juice. Mm. Dude, it's like that pink lemonade that's a little sweet. And you think that has anything to do with the hangover? Probably. probably a lot of sugar. Probably a little bit. Yeah, but God, I bet it's good. It's right up my fucking alley. I know. I mean, Natty Light in its own has a special place in my heart. Mm. Much less you make it tasty. Real tasty. Fuck, yeah. It's poolside juice. Hell yeah. Pool juice, baby. Pool juice. Well, I'll have to sit me a, uh, sit me a couple of those cold lemony sodas. Yeah. Uh, my I, my week was good, you too. In, you are in Asheville. Yeah, when we went all over on a third... Uh, Thursday night, I was in Knoxville, Tennessee, at the Pilot Light Inn. How's that? Cool venue. Knoxville's cool. Little college town. Yeah. UT just let out, so there weren't a ton of people down there, but I get the idea that UT students are the ones going to this bar anyway. Yeah. It had a real motor vibe to it, real mm. kind of comedy vibe. It's a good music venue in town. Yeah. Uh, so the show was fun. The local comics were fun. Uh, we were funnier, which is always nice. Yeah, that's uh, Tate ripped. Um, and then we drove from... That night, we drove from Knoxville to Asheville. That's what, four hours? D- Knoxville to Asheville is an hour 45. That's it? Knoxville from Cincinnati is 345. That ain't bad. It's nothing. 
It's less than Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, Cleveland's a solid it's, four. Yeah, it's three forty-five to Knoxville. Then Knoxville to Asheville was two. You know, buck forty-five. Yeah, we just did that through the night. Got there, crashed. Uh, woke up the next day, dicked around Asheville, which is obviously well-renowned cool town. That yeah. reputation is out. All sorts of shops, all sorts of cool vintage shops. Did you go to where? Did you go to the Oyster? Uh, we walked by. It was closed. Ah, it was closed. We went. We went there kind of early in the day. Yeah, I get the idea that they're like fresh seafood open yeah. at four. But we passed by it, and I was like, "Hey, Jeff, Andrew, Billy said that place is good." And, and, uh, <laughs> and then you and, kept on moving. Yeah, and we acknowledged, but we went and like bought jackets and shit at, yeah. at old thrift shops and like. Yeah, Asheville was cool. It was just like every it was like every cool street in Cincinnati combined. That little town square is cool. Yeah. Like that little park area. Yeah. What's it called? Something square. Was there a drum circle going on of when course. you were there? There you go. Yep. Also, you got the full experience. A, a lot of tears of homelessness. Yeah. Like full blown homeless people that you would recognize from your own city wherever you hail. Mm-hmm. But then you would also like walk by, you know, a little strip of maybe some shady buildings. Mm-hmm. You know, where you would suspect a homeless person to be, like, a doorway, like, down there on, like, between 12 and 13. Yeah. Except they would appear homeless. They'd be doing all the homeless shit, like, sleeping on the ground. Mm-hmm. But they would have, like, a $500 camping backpack. Yep. And, and fucking dog. Yeah, dude. They, and their dog. And then the sign that says, I'm traveling. Yeah, they're urban campers. Yeah. Uh, what was, uh, John Hayes was calling them. There's a term for them. They're called, like, goog punks. Oh, yeah. Goog punks or something. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, man, to each their own journey, but off-putting. Very. Off-putting. That is the fine line of hipster or homeless. Yeah, for sure, it's, man. It's, and it, the, it's that gray area where it's they both meet. And I would like to think that, you know, some of the people who do it, you know, the I, I try not to pass judgment on anybody. Sure. I'm, I would like to think that some of the people who are doing it are just like, yeah, fuck it. It's my it's it's my life. It's my world. I'll live it how I want to. I'll just kind of be a vagabond and go from place to place and be happy and don't use people and just do my thing. Right. Ah, I don't think that's the majority of it. You know, I don't yeah. think that's the majority of it. It just and maybe that's my judgment getting in the way, but it just kind of seems like shitty little rich kids who like the idea of being poor. Yep. And know that they've got some cush to fall back on. Yeah. And I don't know. While they pack a bowl of it. No shit. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, man. You shouldn't have a water. You don't have a dab rig if you're homeless. No shit. (laughs) You know? Like, don't have a butane fucking torch. On the side of your bag. If you're homeless. Yeah, unless you're smoking crack. And then you're allowed to be homeless. Because you're a real homeless person. Yeah, you've you've dealt... Your cards have not gone your way. Yeah. And you, you didn't have anything to cash back in but yeah the shows in Asheville were sick or the, the one show it was one do? show Lazoom oh, the, yeah. the Lazoom room that place is cool so Lazoom is this bar and it's like it's main angle is cool tour buses okay so they have these like school buses that run tours through Asheville that are all ripped out and decked out and inside and they do like tour bus comedy shows what tour bus like I uh, I was outside of the venue before our show started and this tour and this school bus pulled up that had a full band in it just playing live music while people drove around Asheville getting fucked up in this butt Whoa. bus BYOB the the bar Lazoom sells like 30 Asheville beers 
Oh. Like, it was so cool. It, like, I mean, I was very taken by it. You would have loved it so much. Every chair in the room was like, it's each individual dope-ass vintage beauty of a chair. Yeah, I saw the, the your Instagram, and I was like, fuck. Just like wild velvet velour, like rattlesnakes, lime green rattlesnake skin uh. leather chairs with like a hood that hangs up over. Like, yeah. It was just a very cool vibe, and like, I don't know, weird stuffed cats all over the place, and just a funky vibe and you can tell that the room has had comedy for a while because the audience was great mm-hmm. and there was no heckling no one's on their phone they just listened and laughed and well they also have a great fun. festival there yeah 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 La- yeah formally lash your Asheville off I think it's just the Asheville comedy festival now yeah but no it's I was very taken by Asheville the comedy scene was great and welcoming and funny and the shows were good that's awesome and you know just on the road Shooting the shit's always fun. It's great. And then drove back Saturday morning from Asheville. I mean, Asheville to Cincinnati's five hours twenty minutes. It's not bad. That's nothing. Yeah, it's not bad. So five twenty, we get back, uh, and I go and watch Jimmy Pardo up at Go Bananas Comedy Club, and he just eviscerated and made me question what I'm even doing on stage. I know. When you see a master like that, yeah, true master. He's this little short guy and he goes and he sits up on a stool and he like leans back up against the brick wall just perfectly yep and he looks so comfortable and then i went up and tried to do it after the show was over and no one was in the room and like i couldn't even hold the position for 20 seconds right he's like a little elf and he just is so high energy without and it's just effortless it's 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 so high energy without being abrasive. Yeah. Like, he's, like, screaming at you the entire time, and you never feel like he's not on your team. Right. He's never threatening, for sure. Yeah, it was so fun to watch, and uh, Wyckoff did a great job. His opener, Hannah Hogan, did a great job. and Yeah. Always good to see someone like that at the yeah. club, so that was fun. I watched Zach's set first show, and it was just like... I was just like, here you go. This is awesome. This is this is your... Yeah, good for you. This, this your is demo. your demo. This is your guy. It's your demographic. Yeah. Yeah. It was was great. He rocked it. That was fun. And uh, yeah, good comedy filled weekend. The hub was good. The hub was a weird one. Real strange energy. Oh, yeah. There was a Stuart Huff show, a couple other mics going on. Yeah. It was the least people that have been there for a while. There were like 27. <laughs> but, which is still a lot. But like still it's still insane. 27 is about 10 less than have been in the last in. couple of months. But it was like, there were just like a bunch of like first timers, which led to a bunch of really weird moments, uh, like weird, glorious comedy open mic moments. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't need to say any of them they're kind of you know shit that you just gotta come and check out at the hub every great... Monday from 9 o'clock until question mark yeah. because <laughs> it's it's fun great way to plug that good week went up to Indianapolis to the Helium open mic on Wednesday yesterday when you yeah. were busy moving on in the contest that was fun saw some friendly faces you know Miss Pat the yeah. comedian she lives in Indy yeah I forgot about that she just did a drop in at the open mic She's great. Amazing. Yeah. Fucking wildly hilarious. She's great. Yeah. She's yeah. top so, notch. So it was a good week, man. That's awesome. It was a good, solid week. That's awesome. Kind of took care of myself. Uh, I would start. I went on a couple runs. Whoa. Went on a couple runs. I will say this. Majorly disheartening. I, You know, I ran like three or four miles this week. Oh, my God. Man, my... I'm hurt. 
yeah. I'm hurting. Yeah. Like, my left leg is just dead. Like, it's so sore that... Can't feel? I can, like, I can barely move it, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm kind of limping. Dude, I hurt myself drinking. Uh, so that's <laughs> one of the reasons I was like, chill, guy. I was coming down my steps, and I missed one, and my left ankle went... Uh, 90 degrees and I sprained it real oh boy so that next day I woke up and I was like I hurt and I was like well beer will help I hurt (laughs) beer will help I hurt and man then I scraped my arm and I was just like there we go this is when you when you have wounds from having fun you you shouldn't bleed no you shouldn't bleed you shouldn't sprain you shouldn't ache no you should just just belly aching yeah that's it that's it other than that diarrhea Well, we sound like we had a pretty good week. We sound, yeah, we sound. We, we, nothing too amazing, but well, but pretty I mean, solid. It's kind of like the Reds' week. I will, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's um, five hundred. You know what I mean? Uh huh. That's I'll take it. We didn't lose any ground. If I started off the week five games under five hundred as a human being, yeah, I'm still five games under five hundred. And I feel boat. like that's kind of appropriate for who I am as a person. <laughs> About five games under 500. 500. Yeah. In the race, competitive, you love watching it. Love it. Very entertaining. But, but not terribly dependable, and you kind of know which way this is going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what you... Oh, but, but then you also know That's what the clear me. problem is, and you can't, you can't fix it. And you can't fix it, even though you can identify it. You, you can't, can't fix, fix it, it, because... Do you really want to? Do, do you? <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we need to start talking about the Reds, and less about me now. <laughs> okay, well, I love you. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> Let me read this note I have written for you. That Dear. is very nice that you prepared that. Thank you. You read it to me before. You guys should hear it. It was so nice. It's great. We both um, are still crying. Well, um, uh, but, I mean, you know. I'm not mad at what the Reds did. We took we beat the Cubs in a series. We Which Who I, saw didn't that think, coming? I didn't think that was going to happen. It just the stars aligned, and it worked out. Um, some timely hitting. I'm. It's just, it was great. And some awesome work from the pen. Again, Dependable as shit. Yes. Reliable. Dependable, baby. Dependable, reliable. You know what? It's weird how the pen's gotten better since one Zach Duke has disappeared from it. See you later. Bye. Yeah. But Cody Reed showed up and then went right back down. Were you surprised by that? I'm not surprised by really anything anymore. Yeah. And it sucks because he should be he should be in the mix. I was surprised that Cody Reed when I kind of agreed with the move of keeping him down there at the beginning of the season and make him mm-hmm. earn his stripes a little bit more. Right. Just kind of check him a little bit more. Hit it. Nice. Thank you. Uh, very nice shot into the recycling <laughs> container from Billy, for those of you just listening, yeah. which is everyone. Yeah, but, <laughs> everybody ever. No, but when we brought Reed up, he'd been performing well down in AAA. Yeah. And, and he, he perf- came up and... Perform- did his job. I mean, he... he he didn't reinvent the wheel, but he didn't go out there and blow it up. He exactly. got out. So he did his job, and yeah, I was—I guess I was a little surprised to see him. Let me go back up. down like that. Uh, bang! Let me pull up his numbers from this season so far. Okay, um, on the fourth against the Giants, he pitched two and a third and gave up a hit. And then against the Dodgers, he pitched two innings, two hits, and one run and a walk. Yeah, man, that's five innings, one run, three hits. Done. Done. Yeah, keep him, keep him in the big league club. Take Zach Duke out bat and shoot him. Yeah. Um, but you're not. Ma- I'm not mad about that. Um, at all, in any way, shape, or form. Um, but yeah, watching. You know, I got to see 
Luis's start from there, that was fantastic. And then that Friday game was just a drumming. Six nothing. It just nothing started. No, we couldn't. We ran into a buzzsaw. We ran into another soft tosser. Yeah, we ran into a buzzsaw. We can't hit against these soft tossers. No. Look what Kyle Hendricks did to us. It was embarrassing. Yeah, he looked like Nolan Ryan. Yeah. And then Rich Hill just came and... Looked like Greg Maddox. Just spotted it, spotted it, spotted it. We just spun ourselves into the ground. Yeah, and so there was no way that was going to happen. But then, you know, Saturday pitched pitched a shutout. Tyler, baby. Yeah, on point again. Tyler's line was, get the fuck out of here. Six innings pitched, four hits, two walks, five Ks. Boom. Do you want any? Do you need anything else? And Yossi was the offense in that game, correct? Uh, correct. Yeah, Winker hit a bomb. Puig had a, had two ribbies. Yeah, that's what you need. It was Puig. It was situational. It was a two out RBI. It was awesome. And then he hurt himself against the the right field wall. And I think he's just hurt, and he's too proud to go down. Do you think that we'll? I mean, we'll we'll put him down, right? I don't think so. I think he thinks he can bounce back. Really? I mean, if that's it's... why he's on this road trip. You could have easily put him on the ten day. Yeah. And you could have, you know, had Van Meter out out in the outfield, or you could have had Peraza in the outfield, or Irvin. There's plenty of options, but I mean, I'm so over Peraza in the outfield. I mean, we both are. I, I I don't feel like it feels like beating the dead horse at this point, even yeah. bringing it up. But if you're listening, I just want you to know, I still think that's stupid. Yeah. Well, Frank's hot take. We talked about it on Thursday. Uh, father-in-law. Get Peraz at bats any way possible so that you can see if he can turn the corner. He's athletic enough to play left. But my thing is, if you, you know, and he's come up and shown that he can do it. Like, he, you know, he had a little bit of a run where he produced some shit. I mean, last season, last season he was a pretty dependable bat. Yeah, he was enough. Um, here we go. Let me pull up his numbers from the past. I mean, he's finally over the Mendoza line. Uh, last seven games. Uh, 16 ABs, two runs, three hits, two homers, three ribbies, and a walk. That 188, though. But those power numbers are nice. I'll take those. That's fine. But then you lost Sunday to the Dodgers. I mean that was sad. Those those three was runs that that were cleanup time. Eight three game. Yeah. Yeah, we were down eight nothing, and then we went back to back, right? Yeah. Dietrich and who? Tucker. Tucker. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So, um, but you, we it was it was on par with what we thought, except for that extra win against the Cubs. Yeah. So we were. But on I mean, point even there. if you're playing the Dodgers, if you play three games and score seven runs, yeah, you're not going to win that series. No. You know. You're not, not going to win that series. Two runs a game? No. Yeah, two two 2.3 runs a game? Not happening. No one's winning. No one. Uh, but then we went to Milwaukee. That was awesome to see them take that game on Tuesday. It was great. Sonny Gray was excellent. Also kind of uh, unexpected. Yeah. That was Sonny's best start of the season. Yeah, six innings pitched. He had, uh, how many strikeouts did he have? Yeah. Eight or nine? They had nine strikeouts, yeah. yeah. But he also had four walks. That's a little, still a little concerning. A little concerned, but it didn't in manifest hits. in anything. Nothing. Yeah. No, the, the offense just didn't start. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think he had – he might have had two runners on base in an inning once or twice. You know who blew my mind that game was was Amir. Amir. With, with those 22 pitches. Yeah, lights out. Went out there. 
and just god damn it was it was a beautiful inning three strikeouts dude hell yeah Amir Garrett when he goes out there and he flashes and looks the way that he can look sometimes yeah. you can salivate yep real hard and he looks at the he just he just goes out there and says come at me bro I like that attitude out of the bullpen man I you know we seem to like we've got a lot of good arms down there but it's you know it seems say this not as a too slight of too much of a dig but like it's it's a vanilla fucking bullpen you know as far as just like uh temperance and how they're down there i don't they yeah. don't feel like they're down there getting really hyped but then i feel like amir garrett is just he's, run, he's just down there smacking everyone in the ass yeah and talking all the shit to the right fielder. Yeah, well, well, and like, well, Hughes is sitting there taking his notes. Yeah, yeah. And then he sprints out on the field. That's yeah, he does. Awesome. He gets it. But you know what I'm saying? I get it. He's Charlie Sheen. Oh, I like for Amir sure. Garrett. You I need too. someone down there just jawing and being a no. You need a wide receiver. Exactly. You know, you need that dude who played in the post. Yeah. And fuck will dunk yeah, you on need you. like a five star high school college based basketball player. And that's what they got with him. Yeah, for sure. And it's fucking great. Couldn't agree more. Top the best ERA, best bullpen ERA in baseball. Get out of here. Best. So with best bullpen of, ERA in the league. At this point, we still got to be top three, top four in ERA for we're th- starting. We're three, and here we are, twenty-two, twenty-seven. Right. Get the pi- they got the pitching, and it's not. It's just no offense. And if you would have told me that the person who said that baseball needed to be made fun again and to loosen up, well, and got was on the front, Yasi uh, was not Yasi El Puig, and it was Derek Dietrich getting on the cover of of USA Today's sports section. Yeah. I would have told you to suck my dick. Well, if he had, to- if you had told, if you had been told that on February twelfth, you would have said, "Well, that doesn't make any sense because he's not playing on anyone's team, right? Much less ours." Exactly. And now he's on our fucking team. What has he got? Fourteen dingers or 13? 12, 12, 13, 14, 13. One of those. I got to pull down. I mean, and dude, he's hitting no doubters. Right. He's hitting them. He's pimping it. He is having fun going down a first baseline, pimping these home runs with his fucking chain dangling down around his dick. Love it. And yeah, and now I love that he's getting a little credit. Good for him, man. He, he thought he thought he was going to be a stay-at-home dad. Yep. Just and tap- now he's getting write-ups at the front of what what outlet was it? It was USA Today. No fucking Bobby way. Nightingale. Yeah, he's got you know twelve home runs, twenty-seven dings. Pretty. That's someone who needs to be playing every day. That's who. That's who, you know, if you're just going to fucking throw out an athletic Major League Baseball player to play a corner outfield, put Dietrich out there. Exactly. And you know what's really nice is that his average is climbing. He's yeah, a 250. Yeah. That's the guy. That's that's the added bonus, too. Get a guy that Dietrich needs to be in the lineup. Every day. Yes, he is. He's an everyday player, at least for now. Mm-hmm. And I just, who's the odd man out right now if it's not... Oh, excuse me. If it's not, I mean, Peraz, whoever that third left yeah. fielder is. Yeah, it's and it sadly falls back on Philip Irvin, which is bullshit. I and he's just come up and done his job. He got robbed yesterday when that ball hit the line. Mm. Yeah, that was bullshit. Yeah, ball's fair. That was that was a fair ball. Yeah. Chalk flew up. Ball's fair. That that how that's did, the how, game changer. Why do we have replay? If that can't be fixed. Exactly. 
I don't get it. I just don't know what they to saw in New York. Stop the game for six, seven, eight minutes to get it wrong. Well, the problem was it wasn't even that long. They didn't take that long to review it. It felt like it was one of the fastest reviews I'd seen. Just to get it blatantly wrong. Yeah, that was a game changing. Yeah. Call. That's the game. And yet, fuck you, New York. Thanks a lot, pieces of shit. I saw on that Riverfront Nation and Facebook. Yeah. There's a lot of people. You know, everyone thinks they they should be the manager. But as far as the lineup jumble, I know that we've talked in the past on this pod about like consistency in a lineup and everything. Everyone is jarring and, and jabbing, talking about, um, should we move Joey out of the two hole? Yes. And and Dietrich goes in the two hole. Yes. Right? Dietrich goes in the two hole. And then you put Joey somewhere nice and comfortable, like five six. or six. Yep. Yeah, and just be like, hey, buddy. Figure it out. Just get your head right, man. You'll be okay. Best case scenario, most of your bets, you're going to come up with a couple runners on. Figure out how to slap some singles through a gap, get some RBIs, get your mojo going, see that number on the BA go up a little mm-hmm. bit. Just because I think that Joey also is looking around. He knows that this team around him is pretty good. I think part of the reason why he's stressing and, and pushing so hard at the plate is because he's like, can you imagine if I was having a regular <laughs> Joey Votto season? Yeah, that's three more wins. We'd be in second place. Yeah. Yeah. We'd we, be above 500. Yeah, we'd be above 500. If Joey Votto was just being Joey Votto. Yeah. And he knows that. Yeah. And that's got to be wigging him the fuck out. Same with Puig. Yeah. Because, I mean, but Joey's been our guy. He's been the He's been our guy when we sucked. Yeah. And now, yeah. It's not 2010 anymore. And things are turning around. Yeah. I know. It's not 2010. It's not 2012. It's not 2015. Dude, he won 14. the MVP almost 10 years ago. Isn't that frightening? How is that real? I know. And yet, he's just trying to fight time. Yeah. I just... And some of the things people were talking about is how bad the strike zones have been. And that's got to be in his head. Because they, their call, it's bad. There's some calls that are two, three balls outside of the plate. Or, consistently, or high. Yeah, and they're calling him strikes, and he's just, like, baffled. The, the, I've, I've, it has been because I've watched more ball this year than I have in, in most in more recent years because it's fun now <laughs> and it's, it's a blast the, the 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 umpiring has been subpar yeah at least the balls and strikes have been yeah how far if and when do you think that they'll just go to a non-human ball and strike they're doing it in the Atlantic League really yeah they're doing robot umps they're doing robot umps uh, where there's still like a ump there just in case a fucking cuck ump yeah cuck cump a, a cuck pyre <laughs> cuck pyre cuck pyre's tight yeah. um they're also doing no mound visits i love that speed the game up no mound visits yeah and here's the thing that i don't like and adam and i talked about this is like you're starting off with a runner at second and extras that's not baseball anymore no 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 that's fucking wiffle ball in your backyard yeah that's bud selig all-star game yeah that's dumb. I don't like that. I mean, I get the idea. Yeah. But if anything, if you're going to do something like that, then extra innings, you get fucking four outs. Yeah, right. You're just going to change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Arbitrarily. We, yeah, we also get to play with tennis balls. Yeah, for sure. You get to use metal bats and, and extra it, innings. And it's all underhand. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about all that. That seems odd. Um, and I don't know. It, 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 that's a weird thing to talk about, too. Like the idea of a robot calling balls and strikes. Yeah, just taking somebody's job. 
it takes the jobs of an umpire, but then also like it takes away some of the skill. Like part of you know this part of the skill set of being a good catcher is like being good socially and talking with the umpire and yeah. bullshitting with this and that. And it's just I don't know. I guess the whole world seems to be growing kind of cold and metal and robotic. Yeah. And it's just so sad to think of like the inevitability of like just that happening in baseball. Well, and it'll happen, and it should. And then eventually, all, all our jobs are going to be is just fixing the robots. Yeah. Except, guess who's not going to know how to do that? Uh, us. Me. For sure. And everyone we know. Yep. Nope. We're fucked. Oh man. See, I honestly like. Sometimes I freak out about comedy. I'm like, wait, what am I doing? I'm not going to have anything in the future. I. What future? <laughs> right. What fucking future, yeah. man? Robots are coming and taking all our jobs. It's going to be automation. Who fucking cares? Right. You know, in 10 years when nobody has anything, I at least want to be, like, good at crowd work. Yeah. <laughs> Robot know? can't do that. Robot can't do comedy, bitch. Dude, Cooper even said, bartender, go bananas. Cooper said, you guys should just make an autom- automated program where you insert their name. And then, you know, what's what you're going to make fun of and then create an algorithm. So then you hit enter and it just writes the jokes. Yeah. And I was like, that's a great idea. But then I don't write the jokes. Yeah. Yeah. But then the only thing that gives me purpose on earth isn't me anymore. No, it's zeros and ones. Well, you you got a, a bit of a taste of the automation thing. It's at work. Yeah. With, with that new good. big shirt. I mean, and you'll be OK. But it's still, fun. like, that's a real thing. No, it's there are people that, like, have babies and it mortgages, and they come into work one day, and some guy in a suit's like, "This is the fucking jack me off three thousand. It's gonna take all your jobs and save this company five billion dollars a year." And I'm just gonna make four point seven more billion. Yeah, exactly for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna go kill a prostitute and get away with it. You know who should keep their job? Jose Iglesias. He's doing it again. He's. J- I like it, baby. Frank dropped the stat yesterday. He's 16 for 32 with runners in scoring position. Yikes. He's batting 500? 500? Yes, sir. 500? Yes, sir. The only clutch player we got. Think about listen to these last seven games. 27 at-bats, two runs, 10 hits, a homer, four ribs, six strikeouts, batting 370 with an on-base percentage of 370. 370. You can't, you can't take him out of the lineup. Pay the man now. Yeah. Just sign, just get it over with. Give yeah. him a nice, nice extension now. Yeah, for can. sure. Let him send some fa- uh, some home, some money home oh. to the fam. Yeah. Let him be the breadwinner. Let it happen. Good for him. I love it. Um, so coming up next, we've got three against the Cubs. Um, God damn! Again. Yeah, and then um, and then Monday's the doubleheader. You'll see me there. Very nice. You know the deal. If you see me, I'll buy you a beverage. I'll, still, I'll buy you a beer. I will still buy you a beer. It's a twelve dollar hello. Just yeah, do it. Just do it. I'm trying. I'm fun. You, Billy's very fun. I'm fun. I mean, you listen to this podcast. You know Billy's fun. So come do that, and then uh, so we got four against Pittsburgh. I say we take three out of the four of them. We should. We should. I mean, as far as like what our team is versus theirs, we should win three of four. Exactly, and but, I think we will. Yeah, yeah, I honestly think we will. Yeah. Um, and then I wonder what the matchups look like. That who's our fifth guy who's not going to go? That uh, is it Maley? Maley. Um, hold on. Uh, let me look at the tomorrow. Well, today you got Disco, and then Saturday Maley. 
And then Sunday. Sunday, you go to Roark, and then Monday, one of the Louise, double Luis. And Sunny. How, what a fun day at the ballpark that would be. Mm. Well, are you, you're going to both games. Both games. You bitch-ass bitch. I know. That's Damn, funny. that's so fun. Yeah. That's how the rotation will be set. Unless they do something crazy and start somebody out of the pen. But I don't know. I don't think that would happen. So how fucking tight will that be? That's very exciting, man. Yeah. Makes me happy. Makes me, me happy for that sweet, sweet, new Nasty Boy Instagram content that you guys should be watching, liking, and interacting with. All the time. Go say hey to Bill, man. For Come real. On. Dude, if you want to see him, wait until like the fifth or sixth inning so you know he's got some beer and meats in him. <laughs> and then go and say something really nice to him and watch him cry. Oh, I'll cry so hard. It'll be a beautiful thing. You know who we're going to make cry right now? The New York fucking Mets These over here. dumb dick Mets. These fucking assholes. Ah, come on. It's loading. Hey. Week nine. The hey. I'm walking here in New York Mets. I'm walking over here. I still love that picture of Mr. Met flipping off a fan. That brings me so much joy. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, Boom. We're going to start with GM Brody Van Wagenen. Brody Van Wagenen sounds like the name of a dog trainer who trains your dog to lick the peanut butter off your junk. <laughs> I said he sounds like a Viking who surfs. <laughs> Brody Van Wagenen. Yeah. Uh, also, Brody Van Wagenen sounds like the name of a James Bond, James Bond henchman who's known for deadly tickling. That's all I got. Get over here. Yeah. I'm Brody Van Wagenen. I'm going to make you cry. I'm going to make you giggle. Uh, before Brody was the GM of the Mets, he worked as an agent at CAA. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the co-head of the baseball division. His former clients were Yoannis Cespedes, Robinson Cano, Tim Tebow, and Jacob deGrom. Wait a minute. Those are all Mets. They're all Mets, right? That's like that's like if he was a part of planning 9-11, then taking the top office in the South Tower. Yeah. No shit. I found it. that so weird. How is that not like collusion? conflict of interest or collusion or something? Because he left CAA. What a weird thing. I, I know. It should be obvious, right? Yeah, I know. Like, it's, it's very bizarre. It seems, It's funny that you mentioned a Bond movie. Yeah. Like Bond villain. Yeah. Because you know like how in like, in like, a, like a thriller... Like, say, a James Bond, there's always, like, a villain who's going to lead to the end of the world, but he's got, like, a lair in a mountain where all of the elite in the world go. Yeah. Brody Van Wagenen is in that lair. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed, oh, right? Oh, for sure. This dude's fucking father-in-law is Neil Armstrong? Did you know that? I did not know that. His father-in-law is Neil Armstrong. Jesus. He married Neil Armstrong's fucking daughter. Goddamn father-in-law landed Jesus. on the moon. Yeah, this guy... Evil fucking lair in the middle of a mountain. For sure. Yeah, no doubt. Count it. Count it. We got him. Manager Mickey Calloway. The way he looks and with a name like that, he shouldn't be a manager. He should be a boxer who sh- who would never take the fall, but he'll do it to save his family. I'll do whatever you need me to do it, right. champ. But don't fuck with my family, O'Fallon. It's like, Mickey, you're from Georgia. Why are you talking like that? He's like, I'm fucking Mickey Galloway. <laughs> Come on. Also, Mickey was a pitching coach for the Cleveland Indians before he managed the sinking ship that is the New York Mets. So he's uh, he's known for helping produce Corey Kluber and known for looking like if John Hamm had botched plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, his beard goes through more hair dye than Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Dude, if you're going to dye your beard that egregiously, you at least got to do some, like, search engine editing. 
No you shit. You can't just have like pictures of you with a gray beard, pictures of you with a dark sharpie black beard. <laughs> it's just not a good look. You know they have a they have a beard dye form. It's called Just for Mickey. Just for Mickey. This is it. This is his blend. A touch of gay. <laughs> Uh, no, he looks like he's mad that he doesn't get credit for coming up with the phrase "Blue Lives Matter." <laughs> that was me. That was me. Right when they said "Black Lives Matter," I was like, "Oh yeah, well, Blue Lives Matter." Well, I said "Cops Lives Matter," but it doesn't make as much sense because it's not a color. It's not a color, but I'm here for the boys. <laughs> That's fucking great. Uh, this young stud. Whoo, Pete Alonzo. His nickname is Mayor Pete, which sounds like someone who would make the town mascot a hot dog. Hey, uh, I would also do that, so let's yeah, be frank about yeah. it. <laughs> oh, let's be frank, you son of a bitch. That's me. I knew oh, it. Oh, man. Um, he looks like the seed of Chucky. Uh, that's for you horror movie people. Yeah, Child's Play reboot coming. Um, Pete was born in Tampa, Florida to his parents, which were an alligator and a bucket of swamp water. <laughs> wow, I didn't. That would explain the teeth. Did my research on him. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's like this young gun killing it this year. It would seem that this young man has life by the balls, but in reality, his cheeks look like scrotum skin. <laughs> A little wrinkly for this little Play-Doh face motherfucker. <laughs> right? It, it, I mean, you can tell that he's just like, he's still baby-faced, and he's mashed yeah. 16 home runs this year. He's nuts. He's, he's on pace to hit like... He won't, yeah. but he's on pace to hit, like, 55 home runs. Yeah, he'll get figured out. Yeah, no, but still, it's pretty cool. He's going to be very good for a long time. It would appear so. He's 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 got that spot locked in. Good for you, white guy named Alonzo. Yikes. Oh, Robinson Cano. The fuck is that beard? Dude. What is it? What is that beard? We touched on it last season, but this... It's just, he looks like someone gave up on fa- tar and feathering the rest of his body. Yeah, 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 it's no shit. So just dip bad. his chin in the tar, honestly, man. <laughs> he'll, he'll get it. Just the whole jawline, really. Uh, critics have been saying of Cano that since coming back to New York, he looks like a fish out of water. But I think he's looked like that his whole career. He's a fishy-looking dude. Fishy. Oh, uh, Robinson Cano, why does he look like such a villain? <laughs> Speaking of Bond villains, dude, yeah. he, does, he does. Why does his beard make him look Asian? <laughs> Is he the only black Amish person? You know that beard they call the long road to China. Oh, I think they the do. Slow road to China. God <laughs> damn it, that could have been great. Zippity doo day. Uh, that's crazy that he's a Met. I can't believe that they Dude, made I, that deal to get him. Yeah, Robinson Cano has four years left on a 10-year, $240 million contract, which is a behemoth. But there's no better, uh, there's no one better to take it that take it on than the guy who negotiated it for you. No shit. He's gonna be 34 when when it's said and done. When Van Wagenen or wait, no, 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 he won't be 34. He is 34. He's currently 40, 34. He'll almost be, be 40. But when Van Wagenen like uh, inevitably gets canned in New York, can you imagine how bad they're gonna drag him? I mean, just, I mean, the Cespedes deal. Rough. We didn't even burn him. The Cespedes deal. We didn't even burn him because he's not even playing because he hasn't played a full season his whole fucking career. He'll be 41. Oh, my God. A second baseman in the National League will be 41. He's already old. declining. Yeah. he's in the, He was in the middle of a decline last year. And he hurt himself. He People were saying, like, oh, he needs to run out his, he needs to run out yeah, to first and base. He did and, he's out. and fucking popped his hamstring. Also, Cespedes broke his ankles bad. Like, they say bad. Like, what, stepping in a hole or some shit? Yeah, getting off, get off, stepping in a hole on his ranch. 
God damn. Guy's making almost $30 million a year. It just steps in the wrong hole. I, and the agent who <laughs> signed that shitty deal is now running the day-to-day. It's so bizarre. That's so fucking weird. Sense. There were a bunch of articles online of, like, all these different GMs from different sports, like, defending him. Yeah. Because, I mean, apparently, I mean, proof is in the pudding. He was a hell of an agent, Brody. Yeah. He was a hell of an agent. I yeah. mean, these deals that he got were, like, kind of unprecedented. Right. That Robinson Cano deal. He, he took the Mariners through the coals. Ripped them. <coughs> raked them good. Fucking ripped them. Yeah, raked so. Him. Yeah, raked them. Raked them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raked them. Yeah, and yeah. And he raked them. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just bizarre, man. I mean, Robinson Cano, they're just going to. I mean, I, I read something today where if they just wanted to get rid of Cano and Cespedes, yeah. they would just have to eat like $85 million. <laughs> just eat it. That is so crazy. That's crazy. Just and to he's get... the guy. The GM's the guy who brought him there. I, it's so... And he's the guy that's going to have to be like, who in the fuck got these goes, me? It was me. I <laughs> it. it. was me. You think... He, someone probably came up, went up to him and said, you think you could do my job? You could have my job. And he went, fine. Sure, deal. I'll do that. Easy. Money So I bank. guess all these dudes had to get new agents? Yeah, or they stay with CAA. They just stayed with CAA and got the And then he person. was like, this guy's good. And also, they're set, if yeah. you think about it. Yeah. He set them up so they don't have to get new agents. They'll just be retired. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Todd father. Todd Frazier. Did, were you just about to say, speaking of retired? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, speaking of <laughs> about to be retired. Um, I have one on here that I'm, like, very iffy, but I'm going to do it. And I, if I've you all hate back. it, that's fine. I've got okay. your back. Um... Todd Frazier's head is so big uh, that his bobblehead is actually scaled one-to-one size. It just makes sense. Um, okay. Uh, in 2013, Todd Frazier took a liking to honorary bat boy Teddy Kramer. When asked why, he said, It was nice having someone around who had a bigger head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I actually remember that interview. He also had a quote that said, "It's nice to have someone to read to me." <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice. Okay, we're good. Teddy, okay. we made it through. And then no, the, that was the, good. The, this one, there's a huge beef going on right now between Adam Eaton and Todd yeah, Frazier. That's wild. What is that? It's I don't know, but it's a lot like Frazier's career since leaving the Reds. Underwhelming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> here's the beef. They just don't like each other. Yeah. Uh, I don't call that beef. I call that kale. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. It's kale. I ha- It happened when they were in Chicago. Yeah. They just were like, like locker mates. And then all of a sudden, Adam moved. Frazier's comment, he was pretty steadfast. He goes, you could ask the other 23 dudes in the locker room what happened. They won't tell you, but they know. Yep. He said, I can't believe that Eaton can, is even talking right now. I know. Like, that's how much Todd Frazier feels like he's in the right. And, you know, you fuck know, Adam. You even. know what? If you made me guess from prior hearings of yeah. Todd Frazier, I bet it was something like Adam was a little bitch and told his wife, told Todd's wife, like, hey, he's fucking around on you. Yeah. I bet it was something along those lines. If you made me guess. Something like that. If you made me guess from knowing Todd Frazier's fuck history. Interesting. Right? Yeah. That wouldn't be too much of a surprise. No. Well, did you hear the shit talk? Like, I have a mortgage. He said, I got a mortgage and two kids. And what? Fraser goes, well, pay off your mortgage. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that was so great. <laughs> yeah, that's a good line. Why, why would you have a mortgage? You're, yeah. a bil- you're a millionaire. Yeah, what are they fucking talking about? Yeah. Todd's like, I bought my house cash. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I handed the guy cash with no pants on. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't wearing pants, sir. I was in his wife. Yeah, I was inside his wife. You don't see him ratting. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I would love to but know what more such, is going on that. He, ever since leaving here. He hit 40 home runs for the White Sox. And then you can see his numbers. It was ramping up. It was like, for the Reds, it was like 19, 22, 25, 32. Then we traded him, and it was like 40. And then here it goes, 21, 16, 13 right. this season. I mean, he's – it's so crazy. We talk about it all the time, but like Todd Frazier, good ball player. Solid. Solid fucking ball player in the league for about a decade. Right. Doesn't even have 200 career home runs. Right. It's wild what it takes to be a stud. To be a, to be to a be, monster. To be, a, to be an elite, like, you know, to be one of those guys. Yeah. I mean, Frazier – as much as we love him, like, yeah. if he wasn't in a Reds jersey for five years, I'd be like, oh, yeah, Todd Frazier? You mean yeah. that guy? Yeah. That not as good Ben Zobris? <laughs> like, yeah. You know? like He can only play third? Yeah. Maybe first? Yeah, no, it's it's weird. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I got much love for the Todd father, but he looks and acts like every citizen of New Jersey is smushed together. <laughs> yeah, no. Because I think he still lives in New Jersey. Fuck yeah, he still lives in New Jersey. <laughs> think he's ever moving from New Jersey? No, oh, you got a smaller notebook. Yeah. Great move. Yeah. Great move. One day I'll get you on the cloud. One day. One day it'll happen. Uh, speaking of cloud, left field Jeff McNeil. Good lord, what an ugly man. Yes. He looks like a naked mole rat who was born premature. <laughs> <laughs> he also looks like a bat with Down syndrome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his nickname is Squirrel. Uh, he, he, he does look like one if he hit every branch on the way down. Sure. I mean, he's cross-eyed. He's... Yeah. Just very asymmetrical. Did you see the stuff on his bat? No. He has a knobless bat. What? His bat doesn't have a knob. It's just a cylinder of wood. Like That's weird. It's like, yeah, barreled down, it gets thinner, and then it's just a big, thick... It's very bizarre. Well, I wonder why that is. I don't know, man. It's, but yeah, it's... knobless bat, he's a knobless boy. Hey, you what know? up, eunuch? Not evil. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific burn. Yeah. uh, He looks like the only reason he started playing baseball was to make friends, and it still hasn't worked. (laughs) Poor guy. He's a good ball player. You know who he looks like? Good major league hitter. He looks like an ugly Cy Amundsen. Yeah, no shit. He's short, ugly Cy Amundsen. But he is very good. Yeah, he is. Some people have compared his swing and his vision to Ted Williams. Yeah. That's a little extreme. I saw another article today where somebody compared him to sacrilege Pete Rose. Oh. I'm yeah. not going to bet on that. Yeah, someone compared a swing to Pete Rose. I can see it, though. When when we played him, I was like, I mean, he's good. He's batting like 326. Yeah, and he still is. 10 dingers, uh, 20-some ribs. I mean, I only know this because I picked him up off the wire uh, first week. I was just about to say this guy's making someone so happy on fantasy teams, and it's you? Good call, it dude. It is me. Yeah, man. Have you picked up uh, Trevor Gott yet? Nope. Eats up innings, man. Does he get holds? It's about three or four. Gets about three or four innings a, a week. Holds. Any uh, holds? Yeah, I mean, when he gets in in that situation. All right, I'll take a look. That's fun. Holds is a stat. Yeah, it's like if someone pitches. In well, yeah, but I'm saying like, eight. but I'm saying like it goes in, mm-hmm. like for fantasy. Uh huh. Cool. That's in my um in one of in my dynasty league. It's a it's one of my stats, which is great. I get points in the other one, but it's just like minute compared to what a starter gets you. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Brandon Nimmo, 
This season, Brandon Nimmo has a 200 average, a 344 on base percentage, and a 600% tooth to gum ratio. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Brandon was just placed on the IL with Nick Steph. Nick Steph. Nick Steph. Jesus. From the top. Brandon was just placed on the IL with neck stiffness due to difficulty to eat without an upper lip. Yeah, you can't do it, man. You You gotta have two lips. Yeah, you got to, man. He also looks like Jack Nicholson's Joker after the accident without the paint. Yeah, for real, man. That was Clinton Jacob. Very nice. Uh, Turns out uh, the thin red line is about to be remade. And? Uh, It's not going to be about World War II, but Brandon Nimmo's upper lip. There it goes. Owen Wilson. Uh, yeah, I, I noticed the same thing as you, uh, and it makes <laughs> sense because uh, I don't know how long he's going to last as a player in the league, yeah. but he did just get an endorsement with Hubba Bubba because he's got the biggest gums in the league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love that. dude flosses with telephone lines. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine it's the rivers of blood after this guy brushes oh, his teeth? Fuck. So much gum. So much gum. Like, I, it, it's truly shocking. You guys need to see this. <laughs> it's bad. It's not also, a good one. Also, we almost got him in the yeah. Bruce trade. Yes, we did. And instead, we got Tilson Herrera, which did not work cool. out. Cool. Nimmo wouldn't have a spot on this team. He, I think he would. You think he would take a spot over, I mean... Oh, ah. I mean, Puig, Winker. No. No? No. No, I'm thinking about it. Sinzel, I mean. No. No. Yeah, it's great. We didn't even talk about Nicky Sins when we were, I mean, he cooled down a little bit, but, like, he's he's not going back down to the minors. He's a Major League Baseball player. He's staying, and he's. Like, people are figuring him out. A little bit. There are pitching coaches who are, like, staying up all night trying to figure out how not to get showed up by this rookie, and. It's showing a little bit, but, like, not much, Not dude. much, he's and he's... still got opposite field power. Yep. He's still a difference player out in the field. Yep, and he's seeing counts. Yeah. He's he's eating eating pitches. Yeah. Um, you, you can't say that about a lot of the a lot of the guys at the dish. No, still. he probably sees, what, between seven and nine pitches in a bat? Yeah. That's that's a that's a difference maker. It's huge. That's what you need from your leadoff guy. It, because, it, you know, with the mentality that we've been taking to the plate sometimes, we're letting guys get away with... 9, 10, 11 pitch innings. Mm-hmm. Correct. And woof, woof. And, I mean, and then you're then you're taking mediocre arms. Then you're taking that team's four starter. Making him look. And he's in the sixth inning with 63 pitches. Kyle Hendricks. Yeah, Kyle motherfucking goddamn Hendricks. Soft. Shut us out. Soft tosser. Uh, then we're going to go to Jacob DeGrom. Uh, he looks like Brandon Nimmo's older and slightly more attractive brother. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. He's got a touch more lip. Yeah, he took this. <laughs> just a touch. <laughs> a touch of lip. Uh, last year, Jacob DeGrom was dominant. He had a 1.7. Unreal. A 1.7 ERA. An ERA plus uh, of 218 and uh, 12.2 strikeouts per night innings. But he only won 10 games. Uh you know what? He still won the Cy Young, showing that the committee doesn't care about wins and the way this this team is constructed. Neither do the men. Neither do them. No, no one cares. They don't care. Uh, Jacob Degrom, he doesn't look interesting though, does he? No. No, he really doesn't. Since he cut that sheepdog hair. No, he cut his hair, and it looks like he spends most of his money on Farmville stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you know he just he's like, all right, what's seventy nine ninety nine on Farmville? <laughs> it's nothing. I got to keep these cows. Poor alive. guy. He's Jeff McNeil's only friend on the team. <laughs> he takes Jeff McNeil to church. 
I wonder what caused him to cut the hair off. I don't know. Probably this next guy, Noah Syndergaard. <laughs> yeah, for real. Tired of getting him confused. Uh, Noah Syndergaard looks like every dude who's offered me dabs. No shit. It's, it's that face, that hair, that beard, everything. Yeah, it looks like he's thinking about getting dreads, <laughs> but really it's just like you just don't wash your hair. Yeah, you're just gross, dude. Yeah, you're just a gnarly person. Uh, fun fact about Noah Syndergaard, he's the first ever player to have Teva sandals turn into cleats. Really? Didn't know that. Yeah. It makes sense. The thong's out there. It holds up. Holds it holds in court. Yeah, replace that pine tar with some coconut oil. <laughs> it's like, can I get this pine tar? Can I just use dabs? Great. Yeah, I can use dabs. Can I just use this oil? <laughs> Noah is being rumored to be uh, to being traded to the San Diego Padres, which makes sense because he looks like everyone who's homeless and lives on the beach. <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks like a monk too. Looks like an old father padre. Looks like he's got some funk on him. He's a little bit of funk. No, he does. He looks like. Uh, have you seen the Endgame? Yeah. Yeah, he's like Fat Thor. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, he's Lazy Thor. Well, his nickname is Thor. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. But he's like, he's Thor who can't get some in the hammer. <laughs> I mean, he's a, an abs- He's in one of those, him and DeGrom on the same team seemed unfair for a while. I mean, but it's been, what, three or four seasons? Longer. Five it's been five years. Five years, and, and they, they haven't done anything. They went to the play, went to the NLCS against the Cubs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. That wasn't that long ago. Exactly. That was. Why did they seem like such a dumpster fire? Because it all fell apart. Yeah. It fell apart very fast. Their pen became unreliable. Uh, they lost. They lost um, Daniel Murphy. Daniel Murphy, David Wright, his career came to an end. Oh, screeching halt. Yeah. Yeah. God, he missed like two years in a row, pretty much. Yeah. That was sad. Yeah, it was really sad. It's still very, very sad. But uh, do you have anything else on it? Nope. Cool. Mike, we're going to Hall of Famers. Mike Piazza. Piazza should just be a slur towards Italians. <laughs> yeah. Look at that dirty Piazza over yeah, there. Yeah, look at this fucking filthy Piazza. piece of Piazza. Ugh. Just grimy and two goateed piece of Piazza. God damn. Mike Piazza comes from a very wealthy family. His father had amassed over $100 million in real estate and used cars, and Mike looks like he should be selling used cars. I did not realize that. That makes so much sense. This is crazy. When Mike was a kid, uh, he would receive hitting tips and private batting practice from Ted Williams and got drafted to the Dodgers as a favor from Tommy Lasorda to Mike Piazza's dad. So Mike's career is the product of white privilege. Wow. Isn't that nuts? It's like the Chris D'Elia of baseball. <laughs> like the Nick Kroll of baseball. Yeah, man. That's What's Kroll's connection? Kroll, uh, his parents own, like, they own an oil company. Oh, really? Yeah, he's stupid rich. Wow, I didn't realize mm-hmm. that. Mike Piazza just looks like he owns a chain of, like, struggling Italian restaurants <laughs> in New York. Right? They're bad. Very They're bad, bad, and he knows it, but it's fine because it's just a way to like pay child support. But the people love the free breadsticks. What do you fucking want me to do, That's dude? It? It's called Piazza's Crazy Bread. <laughs> it, I'll tell you what, it's just a, it's just Wonder Bread with garlic salt on it. <laughs> That's all it is. But they love it. It's fucking New Jersey. This is crazy. Mike Piazza is married to a Playboy playmate. Knew that. He is a massive fan of heavy metal. Hosts a late night heavy metal, like hour on New York radio. Really. And is a devout Roman Catholic. Uh, that combo makes just as much sense as a Hawaiian Piazza. Yeah, what? Come <laughs> on, come on. That's fucking so weird. This guy just like loves Slipknot. 
He no, loves like, one of like, like harder metal, like like new metal shit. Oh, okay. He yeah. likes it all. He lo- and then like someone called like he was in a heavy metal music video. Somebody called him out. Like they have a track. Some dude has a track about him. Dude, I loved him back in the day, man. I loved him when he was a Marlin for a week, a, like a barely any period of time. Yeah, it was eight, seven games. And yeah, he batted two seventy eight. Yeah, and they got oh well traded. Very nice. Yeah, I call did. that a little research. No, but uh, he got caught up in some PED stuff, right? No, no, he didn't. No, he's in the hall. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I Alleged. He, yeah. You know, like everybody. I, yeah, I knew. I remember it. Like it was whispered. I couldn't remember if he was one of the guys that kind of just like got out ahead of it and was just like, eh. Yeah. I think he, just, he was one of the guys that kept his mouth shut. Yeah. Well, the thing about this though is rookie season he batted three seventy two. Yeah. That's ins- That's a full season too. Yeah, for sure. And he's a catcher. Mike Piazza was fucking dope. I loved Mike Piazza. I didn't. I saw him hit a home run at Synergy Field. That's cool. Yeah. Back when you could call it Synergy. Synergy, baby. Uh, then we're gonna go to Tom Seaver. Uh, Tom Seaver now looks like every dude who owns a bar so he can drink there for free and tell people who he used to be. It's called Seavers. Old Seavers coming down the street. Uh, Tom has retired from public life because he has dementia, which is great for him because he doesn't have to remember how bad these last few Met seasons have been. Yeah, he doesn't even have to recall it, man. He have to. He was so good. Yeah, he was filthy. Like a couple full seasons with an ERA in the once. And had like four one hits yeah. when he was with the Mets, and then they wouldn't give him a contract. Old Tom so Seaver traded man. him to the Reds. Pitched yep. a no no in '78. That's right. We got old Tommy Seaver, man. Only he's like the he's in the Reds Hall of Fame and Mets Hall of Fame. I think he's like one of the few players to That's be in like multiple team Hall of Fames. He looks like a pastor who doesn't believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> like he just does it for the power and the wives. <laughs> No, I just like how the underwear fits. Yeah, I think it's great. What do you want me to do, dude? I love that papal underwear. I love it. But, uh, yeah, the Mets are not... I mean, they were hyped up at the beginning of the season because that's what people do with the Mets. But and then they've got these young pieces, dude. Yeah, they got... Alonzo and McNeil. Neil, right. And I don't really know what else is in their farm system. But you still have Edwin Diaz closing out games, and you could still maybe get some productivity out of Cano. If some things go right... Maybe, but they're still in one of the toughest divisions in baseball in the NL East. They're, it's, it, well, I, yeah, it's three teams tough. I'm saying they aren't in it. No. But, they no, aren't going to be in the They're mix. in the top three. I mean, they just swept the Nationals in four after getting swept by the Marlins in three. Right. right. So, well, I mean, I know that that can happen. Are, but the Nationals and Marlins, Nationals appear to be done. They There's, there's so much season. They can move yeah. and get some bullpen arms because that, I mean – those top three starters are bonkers. I mean, it's we'll talk about them. No, later, Scherzer, Strasburg, all that. Corbin, right. But, you know, I'm going to say comfortably they aren't going to be in the cellar, but they're going to be with for sure next to the Marlins. There's McNeil's bat. No knob. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. It just looks like a spool. Like a, like a spool. Yeah, look at that. Just a big-ass... Weird. Giant knob handle. Knobless handle. Weird. Yeah, look, it's like a fungo. That's crazy. Yeah, they just... His bats don't get milled down to be shaped like bats. I guess it kind of puts you in like an automatic choke-up position. Yeah. But still. You're not comfortable at the bottom, so you're not popping it up. He probably liked to tape his bats up in college and just got overzealous with it and kind of liked it. 
Yeah. You know, so who joke, knows? a joke that got out of hand. Yeah, well, joke yeah. in hand. Yeah, well, you know, either way, fuck him. He plays for the Mets. We just roasted the fucking. Yeah, hey, I'm walking his. Hey. No, but yeah, they're a decent team. I think that they're going to come in third in the East. I mean, that's the Braves and the Phillies. Yeah. The Braves and the Phillies are going to duke that out. Yeah, and if the Nationals get it together, I sure hope not. I fucking hate the Nationals. Even without Bryce, I hate Still him. hate him. No, I hate him now more than I ever have. You yeah. know, I, just... Ugh. Fuck him. Yeah. They hired Dusty Baker, dude. Yeah, mm-mm. And then Dave Martinez is showing he's not a good manager, mm-hmm. so... Um, well, let's round third and head for home. Yeah, baby boy. What do you got? Um, let's see. Coming up, just as always, third Friday. You got to be there at the Hub. That's a blast. Yeah. Um, every Monday uh, at the Hub as well. Um, May 31st, I believe it's a Saturday. May 31st. Yeah. Yeah, May 31st. No, it's next Friday. Friday. It's next Friday. I'm going to be at Fairfield Pub in Fairfield, Ohio. Uh, There are some Lexington comics who've got family who own a bar in Fairfield, and they asked me to come and do it. So I'm closing that show out at the Fairfield Pub, May 31st at 8 o'clock. Nice. It's free. Is Mike or (coughs) Jeremy? Mike Fields. Jeremiah, is he on that too? <coughs> yes, sir. Man, they're I, I love both those dudes. They're down there working, man. The Lexington scene's getting better. Yeah. Mike Fields, Jeremiah Martin, Nick Cheney. Yeah. Those guys, they're working, dude. Yeah. John Walton. I'm supposed to be doing that show with you in July. Yeah, Pivot. Yeah, but I think I'm getting moved. They said they have a different one. They want to give me more time. So I was like, dude, nope. whatever. I told Mike, I looked him in the face. I was like, dude, just put me where you need just me. Just do whatever. Put, I don't care. I drive, baby. I don't care. I drive. That's what I do. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, lots of fun shows, though, man. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, today, today, you'll be able to catch me in Sydney, Ohio. If you want mm. the address, DM it up. Uh, that show is fun, dude. That Jimmy Market show is fun. And he I brings to... like half the fucking town out there. And I'm running the whole hour. So you're just doing a set. I'm running. I'm running the album. It's like the only time I'm going to get to run it in full, in entirety. Before, yeah, you know, Damn, I dude, fucking that's awesome. yeah, I'm pretty psyched. And then, uh, and then June sixth, you can catch me. Uh, where is that Wayne show going to be? He's got Sean Finnerty. Not Listerman. No. Not three points. Not. Mm-mm. I'm having a brain fart. Sean Finnerty's at Taps? It's probably Taps. It's Sean Finnerty's at Taps on the 6th? Yeah. Sean Finnerty is at Taps on the 6th. That's another one. I'm going to be with Shane Moss at Taps on June 1st. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm excited. Yeah, that'll be great. Uh, he was going to put me on that, but then he ran out of room, which totally happens. What you going to do? What you going to do? So it's great. Um, and then June 8th, I'm recording the album. It's going to happen, baby. I've got. I've sold like 10 tickets so far. No shit. Yep. Cool. That's exciting. So yeah, come fucking do that. That'll be great. Um, so yeah, please come to that. Uh, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen in the next week for the Red Legs? We're I say going... we take one from the Cubs. They're going to be pretty pissed. Rizzo's back. Uh, I say we take one from the Cubs, and then we take three out of four from the from the Pirates. You want to win that doubleheader? Real bad. Let's both say we go two and zero in the doubleheader. Let's will it into the universe. Will it into the universe. We're two and zero. Billy's gonna go both games. Yep. He's gonna eat nine hot dogs. He's gonna drink not that many, yeah. apparently, right? None. Yeah, so zero. That'll be. They'll go four and four and three. Yeah, four and three. We're gonna come back. We'll be 
26 and 30. We're going to catch a game. We're close. We're, get, we're almost there, baby. We're close. We're going to get, you know what I'm feeling this year? Just chip. All-star break again. Just chip. It's going to happen again, except when we come back from the all-star break, mm-hmm. we're not going to lose steam because we're going to gain steam because we're going to get Scooter back yep. and we're going to get Wood back. And, or Wood at all. At all. Back. At all. We're just going to get Wood, hopefully, at all. But, like, yeah. that's how I see it happening, man. We chip. just got to get ourselves to a three weeks a month out of the all-star break yep. and then pedal to the fucking metal just, get some momentum and like what if we went into the break even or a game over that's huge and it's doable i agree it's fucking doable man yeah and we've had the cardinals number this season too. yeah it feels right i think it's just it's just getting better just don't freak out joey's they're gonna do it's something the, it's joey. that run differential man most of the time when we're watching Reds games this year, that's why it's so confounding. All the games that we've watched, most of the time, we're winning, and it's going well. And then it's just one bad inning that happens, and it yeah. slips up. The three-run bomb in the eighth, yeah. and then the wind is out of our sails. And it's like, wait a minute, we've been winning the whole game. What just happened? I've been following this shit on my phone, yep. and now we lose no. in the top of the 11th? No. Yeah, so, no, I, you know. We'll be fine. Keep the hope, Red Legs. We love yes. you. Love you. Thank you so much for listening. Stay and, nasty. And as always, go Red Legs. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.